Welcome everybody to the producer marketing podcast episode two with MP the best Beats podcast and on the planet with MP Beats and DSB Beats. How are you doing, David? I'm amazing. How are you doing? I'm terrible. Thank you, David. Why is that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, how has your last couple of days been? Uh, pretty good, pretty pretty straightforward. You're back in what London, you right? To? Um, basically, I was just doing on the weekend. I was uploading, like scheduling, like my whole YouTube game and beat uploads. I've now everything prepared to the I think end of June, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about that. I shoot a video. Um, also for producer marketing, um, I did so many content stuff. What video did you do for producer marketing? Uh, I did Facebook ads, but I think I have to redo it because my iPhone, again, didn't record everything. Mm. I don't know what the fuck. And then uh, the consistency video I did again. Um, yeah, so we cool with that. Mm. Yes. Uh, what should we talk about today? Good question. Um, I think what we should talk about today is um, I think we should try and educate people with each episode on what it really takes to run a business. Right. Um, I've been having to think about this recently and I think quite a big problem that people have, um, especially because you and I aren't raised as entrepreneurs and we're not ready for the business world when we're one year old is that um, when we enter the business world from our own personal lives, we get butt hurt pretty easily. Mm. Now, I still get butt hurt. You still get butt hurt. Every fucking day. <laughs> the listener still gets butt hurt. But I can tell you from all of the mistakes that I've made when it comes to networking with people, when it comes to doing business with people, and just the, my general experience with business in the past two years is that I've become a lot less butthurt. Right. I take things less personally. Right. Um, and this can apply to multiple different areas of your business. Like if we're talking about customer service, you don't mind when someone is pissed off at your products you take it on the chin you look at what went wrong right and then you reapply what you've learned from that there's a quote that your unhappiest customers are the best lessons for your business um if we're talking in terms of um the way that you sell to people now of course with sales you have got to be very responsible you have to be ethical because we're dealing with people here um you don't get butt hurt when you get a price objection you don't get butt hurt when um you know uh someone doesn't buy or when you're doing the follow-up and people don't respond to you right yeah we um, talked about that in the consultation with steve basically yeah. it's like really uh, thinking about if a uh, one rapper is not replying, the world is like going down. That's not mm-hmm. the case, right? It's really about, of course, it's a bad feeling if someone is not replying, but there could be million of things that happening right now for this rapper, so he cannot answer. Mm. Do you know what the biggest problem is? Mm. 
So if you have a look at the top successful companies like Coca-Cola or Apple Mm -hmm. um, or Microsoft, the guys at the very top of the food chain, so the CEOs of these companies, whether it be Bill Gates, um, whether it be Tim Cook or uh, all of these big guys, they're able to move the business forward. If you took the CEO out of a company, the company would die even though they're technically doing less work. But let me tell you why the business would die. Because as soon as you take the pilot out of a plane, it loses control. Even if it had autopilot on it, even if there were cabin staff, and even if there was a co-pilot. If you take the captain out of a cruise ship, where's it going? Straight into a fucking iceberg. (laughs) Right? Part of the reason why the Titanic crashed is because you had an irresponsible captain who didn't see the fucking iceberg and then boom, boom, everyone went into the ocean. So let me use, well, let me explain that metaphor for you as the producer, you're trying to be the CEO, the marketer, the salesperson, the branding person, the customer service person. You're you. You're the only identity of your business, which has lots of pros. And it has much more cons. A business that only has one employee is not a business. It's just an individual that is self-employed. It's not an actual business until you get other people on board to help you run that business. So, If you got a service from Fiverr in the last month, congratulations. You're now realizing how difficult being self-employed is. And you want to take the ease off of your shoulders and start to delegate. Oh, but David, I don't have any money. Things are so difficult. Well, so did I, bro. Two years ago, I only had 90 pounds in my bank account. And yes, that was birthday money. And no, that does not mean that I was fed on a silver spoon. You can go and get 90 pounds today if you have zero dollars inside your bank account. You can go on a fucking street corner and start singing. You can go and start begging if you really have to go that low. You can go and make 90 pounds today. So don't come at me with that bullshit. I'm getting a little distracted. Here's the point. The reason that you get emotional is because you're in the mud. You're do you're in the trenches. You're doing the ground work. You're having to deal with people one-on-one. At the same time, you're trying to grow a business. A CEO's job is to grow the business and to point it in the new direction. Whereas everyone below him in the hierarchy, whether it be the managers or the employees, of course, a manager is employee, right? Their job is to do the very manual, um, you know, fucking chisel, chisel and hammer type work, right? So I just wanted to give that metaphor to you guys to try and shed some light on one of the biggest contributors to why you're getting emotional because you're getting frustrated at the difficulty of trying to handle 10 tasks at one time. Now, for those of you who that message didn't connect with, I think, hey, look, 
you may maybe you're just maybe you're just fucking you haven't been exposed to what being an entrepreneur is like i haven't been fully exposed to what being an entrepreneur is like business is not a friendly environment you're going against competitors there are people going out of business because of competitors. You're going against people that have tens of thousands of dollars in their bank to spend on just one Facebook advert. It's not a clean scene. No matter the, the smiley faces and the motivational quotes and the advice, behind the scenes, someone is trying to grow their business and they'll do whatever it takes to get there. So whether it means a competitor getting removed from the marketplace for me as that competitor competitors competitor it doesn't matter because it's ugly and i'm telling you one thing being emotional being upset why rapper didn't buy from you because you didn't increase your responsibility enough to service him i also just want to drop a little message here um if someone is dissatisfied with your service it's your fault because you did not cover something for them it's nothing to do with them with producer marketing, if someone is dissatisfied with our service, it is not their fault. It's our fault. The minute that you start to increase your responsibility is the minute that you start to grow your business because you're going to cover up all of the minor errors that you have made in your business to not provide a good service. Now, granted, you are going to have bad reviews. Every top business has bad reviews. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that from what I see on social media, right now is a bunch of little bitches oh, that's, that's right that's right i it's said not it. even bad it's just uh i feel you're, you're complaining yeah you're complaining you're not taking responsibility right. i'll send this to steezy q on a consultation earlier and it was in a slightly different context you guys never hear me say that i don't have enough time for something that's what little bitches do. They complain. They put the blame onto someone else. You never hear me actually blame, you know, why I lost a deal. You'll never hear me blame that on someone. Now, the the closest thing that you'll hear from me from blaming is, um, for example, talking about um, why surrounding yourself with negative people is a bad thing. Now, technically... I'm, I'm shedding negative light onto a group of people. But if we're talking in terms of increasing your responsibility, you've got to increase your responsibility to move yourself away from those people so that you can achieve the life that you want. You can make enough money to give to charity. You can create the relationships in your life that you want. You can create your ideal life. So this was a long tangent, but the point that I want you to take away from it, and then Mark, drop in, um, is that you guys aren't increasing your responsibility, you're moaning, um, and really you're just trying to find the easy way out to why something hasn't worked for you. Right. Yeah, bro, I, I see it the same. Like When I first started, I was the same, basically. I was complaining, I was saying, nah, it's all like... Just complaining itself is the worst thing you can do. You just like... Like if somebody says I cannot do, that, of course you can. It's just a matter of you saying yes, I do it now, right? And that's like, 
I feel like David said so many producers just don't see that they just complain oh there has to be a, a certain thing of course there are techniques but those techniques are not working if you don't put in the work that's like the that made me sick we had producers and producer marketing we gave them the knowledge and they didn't use it right and then like I cannot do something about it mm. right we we talked with one client about like Yo, where's your mindset, for example? Because if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't want to make this full-time, you can get mentored by Jordan Balford, fucking Grant Cardone or Gary Vee or whatever you want. It won't change anything if your mindset is not in the right spot, right? Mm. And like by mindset, I mean, I mean really like, do you want to do this full-time, Do you want to do this? Because if you cannot answer this question with yes, with yes, I was talking German, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. You cannot basically, there is, it doesn't matter which knowledge you get. It's just, if you don't want to do something, you cannot do it. It's just a, a fact. Now, right? let me rephrase that because everyone would say, yeah, I want to be full time. Yeah, But that's true. When it, let, let's rephrase that. When exposed to what you have to do to make it full-time, right. do you want to be a full-time musician? Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to flex on anyone here. This is actually something else that I brought up in Steve's EQ's consultation earlier. Um, I said to him, hey, look, don't worry when you hear someone flexing about how hard they work or how much they do in a day. Like, don't worry about that. That's just some social media um propaganda type stuff to try and make someone sound better i've done it in the past um i never really talk about how much i work because it, to me it, it, it really doesn't matter unless you've actually created a business which is cash flowing and which has a great product and a great service and um basically with that being said I'm just going to be clear here and ask you guys, when asked the question, do you want to be full-time in music? Are you prepared to make huge risks? I was speaking to my uncle about this earlier. My uncle is a, um, a business owner. He owns free care homes, right? So when you get elderly, you go into a care home and all of that stuff. He's turning over millions of pounds every single year. Um, he's been in the business for about 10 years and set up the business in one of the largest financial recessions since the Great Depression in the 1930s or 1940s. He set it up in 2008 when the credit crunch happens. And so he's been for a lot. He's learned a lot of lessons. He's had a lot of stress. He's had bad people in his company. And uh, he gave me a piece of advice earlier that was really um, sort of clear to me. And, um, well, it wasn't even a piece of advice. It kind of reflected onto me as in terms of like what has made me successful in the music industry. Um, and I use that term loosely. And he is genetically not afraid of risk. I'm not genetically afraid of risk. And Mark is not genetically afraid of risk. Bro, Mark like, I, you risk. remember that when you was in Germany, we was in the car and I was like, bro, I would rather be poor. Mm -hmm. but self-employed instead of making money and living like a nine-to-five job like it's mm -hmm. just bro i don't fucking care how much i work i'm free mm -hmm. right oh that was emotional <laughs> mm, mm, mm. but look here's the point that i was making right in terms of risk 
Um, are you willing to leave your nine to five and dump 100% of your energy into music? Now, I'm not telling everyone that has a nine to five to leave because some of you just aren't ready yet. Some of you, like, if you have 200 or 2,000 followers on Instagram and that makes you think that you're ready to leave, it's not true. Like, I, but are you willing to make that jump when you've only got 500 a month, when you've only just got enough to pay rent? Are you willing as a music producer to take the risk of uh, cutting off old and useless friendships? Are you willing to move away from your family? Are you willing to cut family time? Are you willing to put financial risk into this agenda? Um, I've been using this saying more often to try and get myself on a more relatable level to people. I started off with 90 pounds. I risked that 90 pounds. In February, I risked $5,000. Back in November, I risked $9,000. Over the past six months, I've probably risked 11,000, 12,000. It's not a lot of money and I'm not trying to flex on you. I'm just trying to give you some clarity in terms of what I do on a daily basis. Um, to get my business growing. Now, here's the thing. After the tens of thousands of pounds that I've lost, I'm still here, I'm still alive. My business is doing better than ever regardless of the mistakes that I've made. All of these mistakes have made um, me, they've developed my character and now I can apply those lessons to grow my business. The failures aren't going to make your business, but the lessons that you learn from this, the mistakes will. So. In terms of the question that Mark, Mark asked, uh, do you want to become full-time? Everyone will tell, will tell you yes. But put in a scenario where they have to put all of their money at risk, all of their relationships at risk, all of their comfortability and safety at risk, only 1% of people will still say yes. Just to, to put that into the room, I started with zero. Mm -hmm. I had a job, but I started with zero. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a moment. Oh, here we go again. Um, yeah, I started with zero, bro. I was working in the supermarket and I literally quit my job and had nothing. I have zero, zero. And I was like, fuck you all. I'm going to do that now. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started. Everybody started. Everybody. Right. So if you feel like you want to do this full time, like David said, you want to take risk. Right? Because if somebody tells me, yeah, I want to, on some, um, someday I will be self-employed and I will be making a lot of money. <laughs> no. Yeah, show me first. Yeah, show me, don't talk, right? Like, and then like they, they say, I had a phone call with an old friend of mine. And she is like planning to go full time, right? And mm -hmm. she was like, yeah, but I want to still have a job and And for fuck's sake. Like, safe, like, safetyness, of course, is sometimes important, but not in the self-employment life, bro. Like, it's not possible. Mm. You have to take risk to get to the next point. Right. Okay, guys, that was for the second episode of Producer Marketing. I hope you enjoyed it. And David, you have to say the thing at the end. Yeah. Now, I have no clue what the fuck I'm about to say. <laughs> but see look i just risked my my reputation of being a clear business-minded person just right. so that i could save time so look learn from us 
don't learn from what we say learn from what we do as well right look if if i don't respond to your dm it's not because i'm a dick it's because you need to learn that i only respond to things that are worth my time and you should do exactly the same thing it's not a personal thing this is exactly the topic of this podcast what can you do to move yourself forwards um but look thank you guys so much for listening by the way if you have any questions about any of the topics that we discussed or anything in general to do with selling more beats online branding marketing all of the boring admin shit that me and mark always talk out talk about email um info at producer-marketing.com that is info at producer-marketing.com we'll respond to you as soon as we can and if you happen to be a producer and you're listening to our podcast and for whatever reason you're thinking wow these guys are actually talking some kind of sense i kind of like where they're coming from don't hesitate to check us out at producer marketing members.com now you can also check out our official website at producer-marketing.com you can get some more background on us um i'm not asking you to buy anything right now but what i am asking you to do is to get yourself more fully familiar with our brand and also me and mark's personal brands um so that we can continue to build a relationship with you and provide you more value than just a single podcast episode please share this with friends we're going to give away free drum kits and we'll give away some free pdfs to everyone that rates this podcast five out of five whether you're listening on stitcher itunes i don't care rate it five out of five send us the screenshot on instagram producer.marketing send us that screenshot we'll send you five drum kits and one pdf free as soon as you've done that for us but thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate your time and we hope you have a great rest of your week